Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's why yeah, I yeah. somebody's sauce. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. What's up with you, Kyle? Uh, let's see. Well, I guess tomorrow is, uh, tomorrow I'm leaving. Because, uh, check my money, and if I spend, uh, one more night at the more expensive weekend rate, then uh, I'm dipping too much into my food money. So, uh, I'm bailing tomorrow. <laughs> you're bailing out. Yep. What? So you're pulling out. Yep, pulling out. Dripping weird air come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of the, out of, the uh, out of this place. Start my new life of hopefully uh, getting some shit together. Uh, you know, getting you know, meeting some of the. See, I can see if I can figure out who the cooler homeless people are and who the you know stay away from the assholes. But, because, uh, you know, it changes from time to time. But I'm hoping I'll see some of the cooler ones. So, we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. The cover is so awesome, man. Love it. Oh, it looks so good, man. Yeah. What part of L.A. you going to be homeless in? Yeah, Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. I've heard of it. Yeah, and it was a good place, you know, it was, I'd say it was, you know, one of the safer places to be on that, to be homeless, so. Sounds good. I mean, there's still scary shit that happens, but it's it's not as bad as being in Venice or downtown L.A. Venice is the place to be homeless. No, it isn't. No, people are, someone just got killed in Venice uh, last weekend. Who got killed? Like, uh, what? Who got killed? Just some dude that was in one of the homeless encampments. That's why, like, the the pigs are trying to shut the homeless encampments down, but then they're using these fucking gang assholes that are doing this shit as a reason to shut everything down, which is fucked up. But it's still not... I mean, it's a good place to be homeless as far as if you want free food, but, I mean, I can get free food, and, or whatever. If I need free food, I really want to, you know, get food that I'm going to pay for. That's why... I'm, you know, bailing before I run out of the food money because I want to make sure that, you know, I can keep paying for my own food for the rest of the month and not have to bum off anybody for as long as, you know, I think I did, I think I'll do good at not bumming off of people the way I'm going as long, you know, like the thing that fucked me up last time was helping this other friend of mine that was homeless, like back when I was at his squat and he just kept trying to get me to spend more money. He, he tried. To, he kept trying to get me to spend money on weed when we were down to food money, and I was dumb enough to help him buy weed. And I just got to not do that this time. And you know, spend my bread on you know well, a little bit, but not enough to like be helpful. Well, no, I don't see anything. <laughs> oh, you don't see anything? No. <laughs> Well, you know, that's... He doesn't want to live in HUD house. people didn't fuck things up and make it so, okay, if you want a place to live, then you got that for a low price, then you got to let us search your closets. 
you know, that would have been okay. Like, if everything would have stayed the way it was circa 1997, which they didn't enforce it on us until 2011, but I guess the law changed in 1998 to fuck us up, then it would have been a good scene. But now HUD's no longer a good scene. What, you want to move in with us? I would have been able to afford, you know, I used to be able to afford to live in a trailer park in Hemet, which was a, a good scene, but they made that too expensive. So, you know, because of those changes for the worse. Well, you prefer an apartment. What? Oh, like, uh, Nate, he's uh, saying he'd move in with us. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, we'll see, uh, we'll, we'll, I mean, I don't know enough about Nate. I, I mean, I don't mean you and Eric talked. I don't know if me, you and Nate talked, so. Yeah, you've talked to Nate a little bit. Yeah, I know, but I don't know where his head's at as far as what I want to do with my life as far as getting, uh, you know, living, you know, my dream of living like Easy E and having, uh, you know, unprotected sex with uh, as many women as I have, no matter what diseases I got to get or spread, you know? <laughs> yeah, he just laughed at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he wouldn't care. Oh, yeah, who, like, who is you sure, trying to move in with that didn't want you to have girls? Yeah, let's see. Uh, Bryce's house. They, he really didn't like the first, the chick I had when I got a chick. And he was like, really, like, didn't like her at all. And then after me and her broke yeah. up, then he, like, wouldn't let me have any chicks over. Cause he's like, you know, cause yeah, that sad thing, it was like a grow house yeah, and, you know, true. he was like all worried that one of the chicks would call the cops and all that shit, you know, so it's all that paranoia. That's why I don't want to live in another grow house because <laughs> I don't want to deal with all that paranoia. I thought he was coming back. That's why I said I would have, but he didn't and then say. When I moved in with, and then when I moved in with Peter and Moses, it was the same thing. Uh, like they didn't, as soon as I said, I wanted to bring a chick, then all of a sudden they said, no, I don't think we can, I don't think we're going to help you get what you want to get. You know, like I was trying to get a landline and I don't think we should let you get a landline. And that's how I got out of that house. That was when they stole my boxer shorts and my wash rags and all that shit and stole a bunch of money from me. uh, He ain't going to care about shit like that. Yeah, no, no. Well, I just want to make sure. This is, you know, that's my goal, and I've had too many problems. Get with... a landline, get pussy. That's your basic yeah, goal. Yeah, that, that's my that's my main goal. And yes, and but if that if that happens, then I'm you know I'll be down with it and going you know taking the bus trip down there. But uh, in the meantime, I got to do what I got to do. But we'll, yeah, uh... Nate's actually got a job. He's working, making like eighteen, sixteen an hour. No, right on, right on. Cool. I just got to take care of my leg. I didn't ice it yesterday, which was kind of stupid of me. I was just tired. But yeah, what'd you do today? Um, let's see. Um... Mostly, I talked to the dude that I'm, uh, let's see. Now, for, well, first, I went and checked my bread situation, 
you know, after I paid the, for tonight and, you know, found out how, you know, okay, I can't spend any more money on a motel because it's dipping. If I spend for tomorrow night, it's just going to dip too much into the food money. So I got to, like, bail. And uh, although I, I am going to spend money on a cab ride out because getting out of here is a pain in the ass. So I'm going to blow money on that. But after that, the rest of the money is going to go to food. And uh, that's the main thing. I want to just make sure that I'm eating the kind of food that I like and nobody else is picking my food and that I'm going to, you know, like, if everything else is going to go wrong, at least I'm going to eat the, you know, really good tasting food as much as I can, you know? <laughs> And yeah. Drink good tasting coffee and you know all that, <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's uh, let's see, you know. So like, I figured that stuff out. I kind of figured out my my how I'm going to, you know, get stuff together. I called the dude that I'm trying to get to help me and left a message on his machine and then went and did, uh, I don't know, waited for the uh, made people to come, which took a while and, and really was just contemplating everything in my head of how I'm going to get out of here and how I'm going to deal with things. You know, like trying to figure out, okay, where when I get when I get a cab, like first, should I get a cab? And I'm like, yeah, I better, because getting lost around here sucks. And so I'm gonna get a cab, and then I'm gonna get to a, a an easy bus stop to get to, you know, just have them drop me off at a bus stop, and then take the bus to where I'm gonna go and plan my my world that way. So so I booked my cab. And then, uh, I, you know, the, the maid came in, did my normal, uh, you know, probably did my jack off rituals so I could do that, you know, cause you know, probably t tomorrow morning's the last time I'll be able to do that before I go before, you know, well, I won't be able to show my intention to any of the demons at that point, but, uh, if the demons do anything, you know, but, uh, for that weird superstitious ritual that might mean nothing, <laughs> but, That's uh, a jack off ritual. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think there are like certain, you know, like laurels that like, you know, the female demons, female demons are laurels that, uh, like to watch dudes jack off and, <laughs> But, uh, anyway, uh, so I did that, did, uh, my, you know, arranged my cab trip, then turned on the radio. There's this new, uh, I've been really tripping out on this, this, uh, uh, black talk station and, uh, <laughs> had some, had some pretty interesting, uh, stuff, uh, you know, good, uh, I don't know, at least they're talking about a lot of real issues, so that was cool listening to them. And they're doing, like, the Black Information Network news, and it's a, a black-owned uh, radio station that broadcasts from Lamert Park. So, uh, 
I mean, this is my first because like I heard him the first time and they were playing this this uh, uh, state of uh, black state of the union thing, and I tripped on that like. And a couple Saturdays ago in the afternoon, so this was the second time I heard the station, and it was just tripping on that for a little bit in the afternoon. Was then the dude James? that I was, what? Okay, you're talking. Somebody's talking. I can't tell. Yeah, somebody's talking to. You. Okay, well, tell me when it's going, and I'll tell you the rest of it. James ain't got okay. cash yet. No, I what? Yeah. All right, I'm back. Okay. Anyway, so then the dude that I'm trying to get to help me called me up, and I talked to him about the situation, what I was doing, and he kept trying to get me to go into group housing, and I said, no, I'm not going to any more group housing. I'm set on doing what I'm going to do. If you can get me some numbers for what I'm looking for, you know, I'm telling them I'm going to probably have to find a a place that's not in this state because everything's expensive. So he's going to look for places in Nevada and Arizona again. Uh, And, you know, so I talked to him. Then I went and got munchies, which I I tried the new uh, the, the McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich, and it is really good. Indeed uh, it is. I don't know. I still think it's smaller than you said it was. I wound up getting two of them because one was, wasn't was enough to give me. Like, I ate, the, I ate everything and I was still hungry, so I got another one. <laughs> so <I think laughs> that must have cost you pretty penny. <laughs> yeah, I usually uh, get, like, that and, like, a couple sandwiches and a large fry. Yeah, and I think I'm just going to get two sandwiches. I think two sandwiches and large fries and the drink is good, but next time I can get two sandwiches when I get that one. But uh, it's a good sandwich. Tastes, you know, they, they, they did it good. Yeah, the next one you got to try is the chicken from Burger King. Okay, well, I don't think I'm going to be near a Burger King, like, anytime soon, but... Uh, yeah, because that bitch is a beast. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it probably is. I just don't think I'm going to be near a Burger King where I'm going, so. Yeah, no problem. You know, next time I get near a Burger King, maybe I'll try it, but I don't think I'm going to be near one in any of the places I'm going to in the near future. Anyways, so I finished my munchies, listened to some music, uh, and, uh, went and went back and listened to more of the black talk station and uh, then i just called the bus people to make sure what because there's a bus line okay remember when we were talking about if we do the show you know when we do the show uh, when i'm on the street and i want to try to do the show in a place where it's quieter yeah because if I go where I'm staying, where I'm going to be staying, it's not very quiet there, and you can't really hear the phone good. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do the podcast in a place that's quieter, and I went and found the uh, bus directions so that I can make sure that uh, I take the bus where it's not going to drop me off in a different corner that's a pain in the ass for me to 
across the street to get to where I'm trying to get. And uh, so I figured that out. I figured out, like, like after 8-something at night is when the buses switch, and there's certain times where it's not where I don't want to take that bus and I want to only take the bus on certain times. And that's, uh, you know, so I got all that put together so I don't take the bus at the wrong time when we do the podcast. Yeah, so just uh, call me when you want to do the podcast. Um, well, if I do that, I'm going to be doing it in the daytime, which I don't know if that fits your schedule, so... Yeah, I'm not usually doing shit during the day. Probably do the podcast like I don't know. I'm I'm not sure what I should do because I'm thinking. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do the podcast in the afternoon. Usually, because that's where I usually usually that's where I'm going to try to go and and get my munchies, which I think I'm going to you know get munchies near where I'm going to do the podcast. So. uh... Yeah, yeah. He left. So, uh. Right, he lives in Cali. He don't get that hot. I don't know. So, yeah. So, I guess I'll call you. I don't know. My plan is to. I think my plan is to. Go where I'm, I don't know. I think my plan is to go to my place, get some munchies, uh, go take the, then I'll, after I get munchies, then I'm going to go to the place to do the podcast and then I'll call you then. Hold on a second, Kyle. What? Eh. Actually, how do you do that, Kyle? Like, how do you go get your munchies and shit? Like, do you, like, get directions from somebody, or? Um, I'm pretty much where I know where I'm at. So, I'm... And, you know, there's some places where I get lot, but I'm pretty much, that's part of, like, I'm, like, where I'm going to be going on the street is, is play, are places that I know where I'm at pretty much, so I'm not going to get lost. Like, my main thing is when I'm on the streets, I want to be mostly in places where I'm not going to get lost. You know, like, that's my goal is to just, like, be in places where I won't get lost so I always know where I am so that I don't. You know, I want to have as little freak-out situations when I'm on the street as possible. You know? Yeah, because pretty much, like, people help you get around, like, a little bit, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to not have to ask as many people for help as I can. Like, the main problem is, like, the place that I want to go get munchies tomorrow. Trying to find that because the place that it used to be, like, it changed spots, I guess, like, the place that I used to go shut down because of the, uh, uh, you know, because of the government lockdown, the place that I used to go to, that part of the chain went out of business. So now I got to go a little farther away to get this kind of Mexican food that I like. 
and I still don't know where that place is exactly. I mean, I know what street corner I got to get off at, but from there is where it's going to be confusing and where I'm going to get lost and where I'm going to have a bitch of a time trying to find the place. Uh, so, and it's going to be frustrating because I'm going to have to go through the situation of trying to ask people and deal with people that don't know English and that's going to be a pain in the ass. So I got to like try to look for people that know English so I could ask them how to get where I'm trying to go. And it's it, it, where I want to eat munchies tomorrow is going to be a pain or not tomorrow. Sunday is going to be a pain in the ass, but I'm going to try to figure out how to get like, that's the biggest situation of getting lost that I'm going to be trying to deal with. Yep, sounds heavy. Yeah, no, that that day is gonna be heavy, so we'll we'll see how fun it is. So who knows? So who knows? Yeah, it depended on whether he took subs or not, whether how he would act. Subs. <laughs> so boxes. Oh, okay. Yeah, freak out situation. Oh, shit. And then charging the battery, that's going to be another big situation. Fuck. That's going to be hard. Because even getting to the place where I want to charge the phone, that's like... I mean, this is, it's going to be hard because it's going to be noisy, so it's going to be hard for me to tell whether the phone's charging or not. So that's going to be a pain-in-the-ass situation, too, that i got to worry about. You didn't buy a so, new charger? I don't know where I'm going to get a damn charger. It's like, that, that's just something that's just so frustrating to try and look for that I don't, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it, but I'm going to try. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but... I'll just go to I, the electronics section in Walmart. Help yeah. I don't know, maybe... Yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's going to be... I don't know, I'm debating this one. Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to figure out when am I going to be able to fucking, when am I going to try to do that trip? Now that you're giving me a new trip to do. Uh, uh, shit, I know I've been there before. Yeah, all you got to do is show like uh, what foe you have and they'll find the charger for it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got to... Yeah, no, that's shit. 
And I just got to figure out when I'm going to do that then. Maybe maybe that should be my first stop before I get munchies tomorrow. Fuck. I got to try to remember what street. I know. I have to... Uh, I got to figure out what street the, I think, I think the, and I'm trying to remember if the wall, if the Walmart's on Roscoe or Chase. Fuck. Shit. And I'll have to, I'll have to deal with that. God, that's going to be a pain in the ass trip. But okay, I guess that's going to be my first trip I got to do when I get out of the cab is go to the Walmart, I guess. Yeah, it's best to just have a charger that works. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But, oh, the Walmart trip's going to be a pain in the ass. Was the last time I went there to buy the first luggage bag when I was almost in the situation. The Walmart trip was a pain in the ass. Just every time I go to the Walmart, it's a pain in the ass. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that one. <laughs> Because one, it's a huge store, and it's all this stuff to run into, and hard finding help. I mean, there's people that'll greet you. I mean, maybe I got to talk to the greeter when I get in. But oh, it's a pain in the ass getting help there. It's like going to the drugstore, going to the Walmart. For me, is is as hard as killing someone. You know, because you got to like. It's like you got to like. You know, you can't just, you know, first you got to find a way to tie them down and hold them down while you stab them. And then when they're dead, you got to figure out what to do with the body parts and how to bury them and go through all this frustration. And you know, for me, going to the Walmart is like that. You know? I can see that. Yeah. Let's see, what did I do today? Did my group session in the morning. It was, we were talking about something that I had already went over in uh, rehab post-acute withdrawal symptoms, which I did experience coming off of those drugs. Coming off of what? Coming off of the mojo. Hey, what kind of withdrawal did you get coming off of mojo? Like, it wasn't withdrawal, it was like my brain wasn't working right. Hmm, because, like, the only thing close to withdrawals I've ever gotten, I mean, because I only smoke regular weed, I've never done synthetic shit. But, like, the closest thing to weed withdrawals is, like, you know, like, two things, there's two different types of symptoms to me, for me, coming off of weed. Which is, like... The first one is the burnout thing, you know, like where you're tired. Like, you ever had that thing where you're tired, but then you smoke some weed and then you're like, okay, and, you know, until you, you know, you come down a little bit and then you're tired again? So it's like, I've had that. Mm, didn't have that. Like, I would get tired when I would smoke some, uh, what's it called? Indica, yeah. When I smoked Indica's, like, that would make me tired while I was high. Well, no, well, that's because Indica's sleepy weed, so, you know, that's what Indica's for is, or that's, when you smoke Indica, that's like, put your ass to sleep weed, you know? 
Yeah, but that's so all that, I was smoking, especially in L.A. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but that's, you know, but that's, that's just the effect, you know, that's like, you know, that's sleepy weed. But, uh, and then the, the other closest thing to a withdrawal I've had from weed is like the, probably the second day after you stop smoking herb, when the real world hits you real heavy and it's just like all that shit from how bad the horrible truth is just is hitting you in the head and you're just like mostly everything that makes you pissed off which is good like that's a good part of it because then you're pissed off and ready to fight war and it's a I, I to me that's a good thing you know it's like whoa i'm ready to fight the war man you know and it's like you know but then you know the next day your emotions are a little more you know e- eased out and you're like you know then that's that's the end of it but that's the closest thing to withdrawals i've ever had from from getting off a of weed <laughs> Yeah, I actually did have physical withdrawals now that I remember. Like, whenever I would eat something sweet, it would make me throw up. Okay, this was with the mojo. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's okay. But yeah, like, my brain wasn't working right. Like, when I was writing raps, like, they were shitty. And, like, it seems like the more time I got sober, the better my writing on my rhymes got. Yeah, okay. So I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, I've, I've never taken, I mean, the, the only substance that makes me write shitty stuff is alcohol. Like, when I do alcohol, <laughs> I write really dumb shit. Yeah, like, I don't bother on alcohol, I just don't even try. Yeah. <laughs> And then after group, I fucking crashed out and went to sleep because I was tired as fuck. The coffee didn't help. Yeah. Then I got up, made some calls. They can't do nothing while it's pending. Once the charge is finalized, they're going to give me my money back. And they're going to see what address the shit was sent to. You dumbass. Unless you had it sent to a bed in the house nearby. He ain't that smart. Stupid. Money coming to the first target. I am. Yeah. I'm about to see this way. First time you going to work, this shit on me. That's victims of crime, man. Mmm, it's theft. And then tried to make some calls, like to finalize my appointment for my MRI, even though I don't think I need it because my knee's getting better. And then did some math, even did some math right before I called you. And then I went to a meeting. Like, uh, oh yeah, like my freaking album, they turned down one of the songs because it was too long, so I gotta shorten that. Now I'm waiting on what okay, is. what? Okay, like how long, how long does the album gotta come up to? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, 
It's just the individual songs. Like, that's what they were judging off of. Okay, I don't get that. Okay, like, who's this label or what the, you know, like, who's... United Masters. United what? Masters. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't join a label that would tell you not to record a song because it's too long. Because, I mean, that's like... That was one of the things of album rock radio in the goddamn 60s, you know, like that you could do a 15-minute or 20-minute long jam, you know, like that's what... I mean, I remember, I remember like, uh, quitting a band because they didn't want to do songs with long solos because they wanted to, to get played on, on uh, you know, get airplay and shit. It's like... I want to do music for music, you know. I like long jamming solos. I'm, you know, I grew up in the Deadhead, or I was in the Deadhead scene. You know, that's what it's about. You know, and it's like I like that shit. It's like I'm not gonna be in a band or signed to a label that tells you, "I'm sorry, you can't do that song. It's too long. We won't be able to get airplay this way." You know, it's like I want to do art, man. You know, to me, art is doing long jamming solos and you know, <laughs> doing long music, you know, and saying what you got to say, you know. We got to charge, change this code, man. We got to. Let me call Derek. Derek, man, I'm going to I mean, it's, I'd say that was one of the, the best uh, assets to, to the hippie scene was long jam and solos. And So I don't know. I mean, I'd look for a different rap label myself, you know, that, that would let you do your art and, and not say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't do this. We're trying to get our stuff to have airplay. Oh, Like some weird chick just like texted me on Facebook wrong answer and I'm like I think you got the wrong Facebook account. And she said nah. Okay, I'd be asking her what was the question <laughs> and what was my answer? <laughs> wrong answer. Okay, wrong oh okay, that's Okay, the people from the 60s were right there, so something fucked up might be about ready to happen to me. Oh, speech. Luckily, I didn't get any phone calls from the scary people, but I am 
part of me is worried whether the people from the scary people from my old head building are going to try to kill me. But, uh, yeah, some scammer tried to hit me up and shit. Okay, so maybe the time travelers just came here. They're watching me. I don't know, like something really screwed up might happen to me in the future. I'm kind of scared about, but we'll see. I don't know, are you trying to text this chick or? <laughs> no, nah, I was just looking at something. Okay. Well, all right, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. And we are about to dive into the news. Hopefully it's good news. No, we had some good news last. We had some bad news last yesterday, but uh, and I heard some news and I remember right. There was some good news and some bad news. So I mean, I don't, I don't know some of it. I don't remember, but some Nate good has news a like. Hold on, finish what you were saying. Well, there was some good news. I don't know. So where are we starting from this time? Yahoo. Okay, Nate so has a message it. for the workers in America. Who has a message for workers in America? Nate. Okay, Nate, what's your message for workers in America? <sighs> well, this is the deal. Our Americans, our fellow beloved Americans, are not going to work. They're not holding their jobs. So what has happened is foreigners, Africans, Latinos are now holding the high positions and they play favoritism. They try to get Americans fired. They don't like Americans. They say uh, they talk bad about us. They say Americans don't like to work and they look for every reason to get Americans fired. The Africans play favoritism for other Africans and Americans can't even find a job and find security in their job without, without trying to get their heads chopped off by foreigners. You get me? So this is a big problem in America. And I blame okay, it on Obama. Confused. What's the thing about heads chopped off by foreigners? That's where I lost you. Well, they're trying to get you fired. They're trying to take you okay. out. Trying to get you off the job so they can get okay. their friends in. And they don't like Americans. And they have a deep dislike for us. Especially okay. black people in America. Africans look at us with some kind of way. I don't understand. Okay, look at who? African Americans. And white Americans, too. They look at us different. Like, they don't like us for some reason. I don't know. Don't like who? African Americans. Africans. Okay. Don't. Well, I mean, that's like... Oh, go on, go on. And they don't like white Americans. Either. Okay. So, and they're okay, holding so a job. No, Africans. 
Okay, people from that came from Africa that weren't exactly. They're trying to get us fired, and they play favoritism, racial bias. If you're African and the supervisor is African, you get treated better than the American would in your own country. So Americans, we're in our own country. We can't go to work and not be stabbed in the back because they're foreigners here holding our jobs. You get what I'm saying? And this is a problem. I can't even go in my own country to work without being stabbed in the back because we have people from other countries speaking a different language talking together behind our back. And to me, it's sad. I can't even go to work in my own country for people from other countries taking the jobs and making it hard on us. And the people need to know that. And I blame it on Obama. Okay, why, why does that have anything to do with Obama? Because Obama brought these people here. Which I'm not for sure about that. I could be wrong about that. But whoever did it, Americans aren't even fully employed. There's a lot of Americans unemployed. And I guess Americans probably had the opportunity. So we have to go to work. For whoever's listening, let the young people know. Go to work. Keep your job. Because now the workforce in America is being taken by other countries. And it's sad. Okay, I mean, I see some of it. I, I mean, I remember like friends of mine that were in construction that had really good jobs, like uh, in the '80s, that lost their jobs to uh, Mexican people, and then later on, by the '90s, they were homeless. You know, but back in the '80s, they were able to get jobs that were like, you know, where they could afford to like pay for to rent out a hall to have a huge party and stuff, and. Uh, you know, like I said, by the 90s, they were homeless. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I kind of see both sides of it. Because it's like, it's just this whole thing of everybody was meant to kill everybody else. So in this world where everybody's like out to kill everybody, it's like the only way to deal with all that is to get your, you know, like get your coalitions together of people to back you up while the other people are out to screw you over and try to fight that way. But, yeah, no, it's a really weird world, and I kind of see both sides of the issue, but it's it's a very strange world where everybody's fighting everybody, and it's this weird-ass competition, and everybody's out to kill each other, and everybody's hating each other, and it, it's like, you know, everything's going to just end up in, in a nuclear holocaust, or everybody just, like going after each other's sides and, and just fighting it out, fighting it out. And it, it's kind of crazy. And yeah, no, it's freaky. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm just trying to get away from the war before it goes down, you know, if I can, but now I'm like going to be right in the middle of it. But I don't know. I'm still trying to get away from the war. It's like, I feel good that I'm leaving like, like the neighborhood where the, uh, the uh, uh, transitional house I was in was in was a place that was completely like a war zone. You know, like everybody was fighting everybody and it's like you could feel like the hate from all sides. And, you know, like the, the places I've been the past couple of, you know, like where I'm at now and the place I'm going to isn't quite as heavy 
as, as much of a war zone as where the transitional house was. So, but I know there's still like all this war going on and, and, and you know, like my goal right now is to try and be visible to the people in power. Cause you know, like the, the, the two places I was homeless in public were the two places where city council members voted against, uh, the law that was that's uh, designed to tell us that we can't be in certain places on the street and try to make us pay fines and shit. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to be visible so that uh, the people in power will be scared and won't be able to keep their the lame agenda that they've been pushing going on. Like that's my main goal. And, and I don't know. Like to to try and talk to the other homeless people that I see and, and figure out. Uh, out of any of those people, would anybody be interested in, in helping to go to the city council, LA city council and LA county board of supervisors, you know, go on the internet and, uh, you know, where we all tell our stories and, and, uh, say why we want better housing that is, I don't know, whatever we want, you know, like for me, it's housing that doesn't have anything to do with HUD or section eight where they can, you know, search our closets, but that's affordable, which seems to be impossible right now. And, uh, I don't know. And, and, you know, not wanting the, the caseworkers to act like pushy salesmen, uh, pushing social services and, uh, uh, you know, giving you this big attitude like you have to answer for them why you won't sign contracts with them and sign up for their social services because you sh you better be willing to have government involved in every area of your life. And if you don't, then there's something wrong with you and you may might need to be in a mental institution or have, have your mental health examined and all this shit. So it's like figuring out how to answer them without going too crazy, but to say I'm not going to be your slave at the same time. And so who knows? But it's all crazy. But way cool, Nate. You got to get had a good comment, and uh, you know, say what you got to say. I can dig it. Uh, he had walked off a few minutes ago, but no, I'm sorry, man. I hope I didn't like push Nate off because he had he had some good stuff to say. No, he agreed with you about the uh, homeless, like, people should be able to sleep wherever they want. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I can dig it. Well, alright, let's go to Yahoo. Let me check to see if it records. Yeah, it's still recording. We got about 15 minutes.
Oh, I'm signing some petitions. All right, man. Cool. Okay, just three more. Yeah, that's the other bad thing about Walmart. It's like everything's so close together, so it's so easy to run into shit. It's crowded and the vibe sucks. Oh, I hate the vibe at Walmart the most. Uh Especially the one I'm going to. It's just claustrophobic. And, ugh. Alright, I'm done with that shit. I'm trying to give me some more petitions. It's like, no. Okay. Yeah, that's good. No, no, the dude's trying to do a job, right on. You know, I remember uh, working for initiatives, and for the people that wanted to get paid to, to get signatures, they had they had a bunch of initiatives that they could get paid for getting signatures for. You know, they're trying to survive, and also trying to find a way to change laws. And it's a heavy thing. I remember writing or doing a song about a dude that was uh, famous for getting petitions. Thought of it as a reggae song. It's a, it's a dude named Sam Clowder who was a famous petitioning guy. It's like yeah. it'd be funny. I don't remember. Like it was like Sam Clowder was a petitioning man, a man who registered voters. He had a petition board in his hand, petitions to sign. And he would command, he said, disciples for all these initiatives. It's a way to make money to live. And if, if you sign enough, you will get yourself paid. And you'll be, live well off of the money you made. Hey, come on along. Sing a song of Sam Clowder. Hey, come on along. You got to sing a little louder. One day, Sam Clowder was afraid. A man said, I got all these, all these signatures, but I still didn't get paid. So he, but he ran off and said, I will be back with the money you're supposed to get. But then he drove off. <laughs> I don't know, that doesn't rhyme, but... Yes. Hey, come on along. Sing a song of Sam Clowder. Hey, come on along. Come on and sing a little louder. And 
on his last days, you would understand. He died with a petitioning board in his hand. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Biden fires Social Security head who refused to quit. Okay, Biden fires who and they refuse to quit? The head of Social Security. Okay, and this dude refused to quit? Yeah. Okay, so is he still the head of Social Security? And how is this fight going to go on if if your commander-in-chief fires you? No, he's fired. What? Said so he's fired. Okay, so he can't. Okay, so yeah, let's go into this because this is kind of interesting. And, and who's the new? I wonder who the new head of Social Security is and what's going on there. Well, Biden fires Trump appointed head of Social Security agency. Oh, okay, okay. So this is Republican versus Democrat. So so he's getting someone who's going to help us get a better handout or get better handouts instead of the Republicans who. Are going. We can't afford this. This is going to run out, and you know, you guys got to find something else to do for you know to, to make money. Probably. Black Lives Matter mural sparks lawsuit by cops. Okay, you're, you're going in and out. You got to stay close to the phone and infuriating still so I can hear you. Black Lives Matter mural sparks lawsuit by cops. Yeah, now this is fucking crazy. I mean, the, the, this cop sued somebody over this is ridiculous as hell to me I, I heard this story this morning so yeah let, let's go on let's go into what this mural was and why he felt that was harassment which to me wasn't harassment so yeah let, let, let's hear this let's hear the story let everybody know what's going on you don't remember i remember it was a a, a mural of uh tupac's mom like a Black Panther, and I guess that really offended the cop that he had to walk by a mural of a of a Black Panther. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's fucked up. Whoa. Okay, uh, I don't know. You want to go into it, or where's your head at? Well, it says that, uh, it's not Tupac's mom, it's, uh... Okay, maybe I got it wrong. That's who I thought they were talking about. Asada Shakur. Yeah, I thought that was Tupac's mom. Because Tupac Shakur is Tupac, and Asada Shakur I thought was uh, Tupac's mom. Nah, cause she's uh was convicted in a nineteen seventy three killing 
of a New Jersey state trooper, according to the lawsuit filed last month. In Santa Clara... That was Tupac's mom. That really did happen to Tupac's mom. Like, I know she beat a case. But it says this lady... It says this lady, she later escaped from prison and fled to Cuba. Shakur has yet to be found. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, okay. Okay, yeah, no, no, there are a few, couple of Black Panther people that are living in Cuba now. Uh, that are... We gotta get all this shit out of Afghanistan. Look at all them nice You know, it's stoked that, that uh, the head of Cuba lets, lets them live there. 28,000 Powerhouse, dog. Look at all these big ass trucks. You see that? Them is high tech vehicles. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of them, dog. The U.S. military is a powerhouse. Nobody got shit like Yeah, so it was a different lady. So, them having a mural of some chick who got convicted of killing a cop is pretty fucked up. No, that's cool. That's like, you know, this is a hero. For me, I like to see my heroes in murals. Come on. If a cop has to see it, fuck it. God damn it, that's not harassment. Like, this is... God damn. I think the cops is being ridiculous. Nah, this is the... This is a public place in America. We can't be supporting cop killing. We gotta At least cops not in public. They're the fucking heroes. People who kill cops are heroes. Ron DeSantis parts with Trump in response to Surfside tragedy. Hmm. Okay. What would Ron DeSantis? Okay. Let, let's hear this one. I'm, I'm kind of interested in this one. After a deadly building collapse, the Republican governor is largely hitting pause on the cultural wars. Well, culture wars. In the two weeks okay. since a 12-story condo tower in the, in this coastal community. 12-story sudden, what? Condo tower. Okay, you kept, kept going in a 12-story what? Condo tower. Okay, yeah. In this coastal community, suddenly crumbled, killing at least 78 people. DeSantis has stood somberly with local officials, including Democrats, as they assessed the damage. He nodded in agreement when Biden visited and hailed their joint appearance as a sign that those with opposing political views can work together in a crisis. And he. So so, so that means uh, Ron DeSantis and Joe Biden smoked a joint together? I guess. Probably. A joint appeared and they smoked it. Yes, a joint to mourn the passing of the the innocent souls claimed by the Creator. 
Which, damn, that's a lot of people. 78 motherfuckers in one disaster. And he even skipped a rally in Sarasota headlined by former President Donald Trump, whose early endorsement was crucial in helping DeSantis. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Cal KS and Aaron Orton Show. I'm your host, Aaron Orton. Yeah, you gotta find that song and play it on one of our music breaks. It's uh, the Welcome Back Cotter theme by John Sebastian. Well, we can just play it right now. Okay, yeah, play it. I sang it once, but yeah, you play the original version because it's it's a it's a good classic song from the seventies. If you those of us who grew up in the seventies, it was a huge hit. And I guess we're looking for the song. Like you, you can go, you can go to this. Uh, Eric, I mean, Eric, he can go come up and come up. He couldn't do shit. He was stuck with his hands tied behind his back. He couldn't have more back. Time. Yeah, yeah. Raider Open House is your opportunity to explore Wright State University in person. Thank you. 
State will require masks at school despite CDC guidance. Okay, before we go into that, uh, let's go a little bit into the, the article before that because we kind of, I don't know if it all came out about, uh, okay, I don't, we don't know, the article doesn't tell us what Trump was saying or what he was freaking out about with Ron DeSantis that you know, Ron DeSantis and and, uh, and uh, uh, Joseph Biden like had a peaceful meeting where they're all you know getting together and talking about uh, trying to help the people who got hurt in the uh, in the condominium collapse and, and rebuild the thing or whatever or help those people and uh, I don't know why Trump was upset about it. Well, but, he was. Uh, they were all like doing what needed to be done and compromising and, and uh, you know, working together, I guess. And uh, I don't no, know. Trump wasn't mad about it. I mean, I don't get it. Like, well, I don't know why they mentioned Donald Trump in the article and why it was like. The headline is just like the article doesn't say anything like what the headline says. So it's a really confusing headline to get you to read the article. But it was just like one of those Biden and, and, you know, a Democrat and a Republican shaking hands and being peaceful and, you know, working together and, you know, one of those feel-good articles, I guess. But I don't know why they mentioned Donald Trump in the article or in the headline. You know, so it's kind of, it was a confusing article. Yeah, I skimmed <laughs> like through was... it a little bit and it doesn't really bring up any reason to bring Trump into the title. Yeah, no, that, so the, the, the title kind of seems misleading about the article, because the article is just about Ron DeSantis and, and uh, Joseph Biden being peaceful. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? That's a weird article. But, uh, uh, so yeah, White now House, we'll have a mask uh, Well, we got to cover the Hunter Biden's art thing. I thought that was a nothing burger. It was, it was a like, nothing okay. burger, but we listed it off, though. Okay, well, Hunter Biden's finding some way to get his art sold through, I don't know, the Democrats or something without anybody knowing who's selling it and who, or who's buying it and who's selling it or whatever. And, and I guess Hunter Biden's making the money for his art. You know, they're always bagging on Hunter Biden. You know, I think he's a cool dude, you know, lives a good life, and I don't know why everybody's bagging on him. But, uh,. <laughs> Either way, who knows? Well, because he smokes crack and it's not more. Yeah, but, you know, so what? You know, like we were saying, you know, like, um, I mean, I don't want to do crack. You know, I don't want to do meth. You know, it's not something I'm too, I've seen too many people on it. I've seen too many that fall asleep when they can't get it. And, 
you know, it's, but okay, you know, the selling point, I guess the asset of crack is, it's so good, you know, crack and meth, it's like, it's so good, you'll suck dick to get it. <laughs> <laughs> These are facts. <laughs> Not from personal experience, but from testimonials. And then the state will require masks at school despite CDC guidance. Say that again? State will require masks at school despite CDC guidance. Yeah, let's let's go into this. Which state is it in? I mean, we don't have to go too much into it, but yeah, what what state is it in? And yeah. Let's, let's go into the article. <laughs> California to require masks at schools, though CDC says they're not needed if vaccinated. Okay, so you have to prove that, that you got the shot, and if you can't prove you got the shot, they're going to make you wear the mask. No, they're going to make you wear a mask anyway. Okay, so which state is this? California. Oh, okay, well, you know, that's... Okay, that's part of Gavin Newsom being a dick. And if he gets recalled, then that won't happen. But, okay, that's, you know, Gavin Newsom being a dick. So this is more fuel for the recall. But, okay, Gavin Newsom's being a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's being a phallus. But, you know, in a way, that's a good thing. You know, I remember... Uh, You know, when you look at the word phallus, and I remember when I was on a trip, like, etymology for a while, you know, and it was kind of before I really understood etymology. So this was, I don't know, the mid-90s. It was like 92, 93, 94, and I was really on that trip, and I was like, okay, you know, there's phallus, you know, the the what they call, I don't know, you know, this, the the... The fancy word for penis, and then you got the Spanish word, you know, felicidad or you know whatever, and uh, you know the word for feliz, you know the word for happiness, and so you know like hit me, you know that those two words go together, you know, sex and happiness and happy, you know, so like at that point, I was uh, seeing God as whatever the source that would make you happy or whatever, like back when I thought God was cool. <laughs> you know, this is back when I was still a Jesus hippie. And so I would call God the phallus or whatever, you know, or because, you know, the etymology, you know, it wasn't like a trying to, you know, maybe the God I was worshiping wasn't, you know, the whatever God was, but, you know, my understanding of trying to understand God as a cool being, you know, when I thought he was cool, or whatever, you know, now I don't think he is so much, but, you know, back then I did, and so I was, like, on that trip, or whatever. But babble, babble, babble. Okay. Lockdowns in Asia as nations see first major virus surges. Okay, well, that sucks. Uh, Asia is less free again, and, of course, all the 
countries like the Democrats and Xi Jinping all want all of us to become like Asians. So this is part of Asia being worse and them trying to make all the rest of us have things as bad as Asia. Then Nazis of the air, Fox News host assails flight attendants. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, let's go into this one. Tommy Lahren is latest to compare pandemic rules to Nazism in critique in critiquing flight attendants mask enforcements. No, it is very similar to Nazism. I don't think, you know, that's a just criticism, and that's a really what is going on. This is very similar to uh, what Hitler was doing. Probably more similar to what uh, the communists in Russia were doing, but, but both those compares, comparing it to Hitler, comparing it to Stalin, but, you know, even comparing it to 1970s, early 80s communism is pretty justified. You know, at the least, it's like 1970s, 1980s communism. At the worst, you really could compare it to Hitler and Stalin. While I'm smoking up all your cigarettes now, I'm grateful for you giving them to me, but I understand that I got to stop passing for some Uh, news commentator Tommy Lauren on Thursday joined a growing number of right-wing pundits and politicians comparing COVID-19 restrictions to Nazism. Lauren took to took the issue with some flight attendants enforcement of federal mask mandates on airplanes during a segment on the show Outnumbered. There. This is something that's weird to me. They're calling this right wing, and to me, this doesn't seem like something right wing. I mean, right wing in the 80s and 90s was everybody trying to take away your freedom. And what they're calling right wing now is is giving people freedom, which to me, I thought was always a left wing liberal thing, you know, back in the 80s and 90s. So... The world just seems very topsy-turvy. To me, this doesn't seem like right-wing. You know, giving people freedom is left-wing. Taking away people's freedom is right-wing. So, you know, like, they're calling it right-wing, but to me, it's left-wing. You know, I don't don't get, you know, like, the whole what right-wing is and what left-wing is totally seems to me to be the opposite of what it used to be in the 80s and 90s. (laughs) There are so many good flight attendants out there, but there are some flight attendants out there that take their job as the mass police to extremes, becoming almost Nazis of the air, Learn a host on the Fox Nation subscription service said, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds very true. I think the Fox people are right on this one. 
None of the other four panelists on the segment responded to the Nazi comparison, which drew criticism on social media, where a clip showing her comments was viewed more than half a million times. Okay, well, I don't know why the people that want all these restrictions are criticizing that opinion so much. I mean, it's, it's very to me, Fox is being very honest and truthful when they're saying And then it goes on to bitch about Marjorie Taylor Greene calling people that aid Joe Biden's push to encourage Americans to get vaccinated medical brown shirts. Well, they are. Okay, what, what else does the article say? Last week, Washington Representative Jim Walsh wore a yellow star of David to show how denying people their rights can lead to terrible outcomes in the COVID-19 era. He later apologized. Yeah, he shouldn't apologize. God, why are they all... I hate all these people that are apologizing. It's just like... Everybody's got to stop apologizing. This is... Anytime you tell the truth, you got to be sorry? Like, what the hell? There is a very heavy similarity. Yeah, maybe it might not be, okay, the heavy, cool, but it is similar. You can't say it's not similar. So, like, why the hell is he apologizing? Lauren, who once referred to social distancing as willful slavery, said the strict enforcement of mask mandates is irritating some airline passengers. Airlines have reported a sharp intake, well, uptake, uptick in bad behavior from passengers this year. It drops beneath your nose, Lauren said, referencing a slipping mask. And flight attendants are constantly getting mad at you. Yeah, no, this is what we're going through. This is uh, all the lameness of what our government has become. And uh, we really do need to fight it. And, you know, like I've been wearing the mask, unfortunately, when I go outside, because like since I'm blind, I can't see like where people are wearing masks and where they're not. And I'm just like, okay, I don't want to get any fucking shit when I'm trying to get business done. So I'm wearing the mask a lot. But God, I hate this shit. I hate, like, I mean, every time I put that mask on, to me, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, like, I'm, um, and it's one of those things that makes me hate myself. You know, it really, it's. I just, it reminds me of when I was kissing uh, uh, Angela's sister's ass to try and, and stay with her for as long as I could. And, oh, it just made everything, like, made me not feel as much for Angela at that point. It made me very, 
I, I was just hating myself at that point. And, you know, like, but I didn't want her, you know, I was trying to stop her from getting thrown into the goddamn nursing home and I couldn't do it. Cause it was like, okay, either if I don't get, if I don't do something to fuck this shit up, then I'm going to be where she's at. And they're going to tell, get me to do something against my will or more than something against my will. And I'm going to be in a place like that or in some institutional setting and, and, Oh, but I just hated when I was, I was trying so hard to not let them do this to her. And it's like, and to stay with her, you know, like the whole time so that they wouldn't do that to her. And it's, you know, and I could only do it for a day and a half before the shit went down. And, oh, I just, it's, uh, wearing the mask makes me feel like that. It really makes me hate, I really hate myself when I wear this mask, you know, it's like, I feel ashamed of myself when I wear the mask, you know, when I'm doing it and I just feel like fully ashamed all the time, you know, when I'm doing this, it's like, okay, I'm kissing your ass. I'm being a good government citizen. You know, I'm showing my allegiance to the government so I can get shit done. I just feel like so, hum you know, humiliated every time I do this. I hate this, but okay. Yeah. Let's go on. What else does the article say? Nothing. That's the end of the article. Okay, so I think these, you know, can, these Republicans are right in this criticism. You know, it's uh, this is very much like this is very much Nazi shit. This is the same shit we would say about the Republicans back in the eighties and nineties and early two thousands, and now the Democrats are being that way, and it's. Uh, pretty screwed up and 15 more dead bodies recovered from Florida condo collapse mm -hmm. so 15 more dead bodies uh, 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 uh. Yeah, thank you count for the latest death toll numbers Whenever we get a death toll, you can always find the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> NYPD's effort to connect with youth draws scrutiny. Say that again? NYPD's effort to connect with youth draws scrutiny. Okay. How are the cops going to connect with young people? Yeah, cops are cool. They're okay, probably going to be rapping, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe they're doing like millennial music. Maybe it's like, oh, cops are cool. Oh, cops are cool. It reminds me that there, there was some anti-bullying ad when I was in Washington that was doing that cheesy, mellow, indie, millennial music. It's like, they say you're stupid. They say you're dumb. They say you're blah, blah. And it's like, whoa, I'll stand up for you. Whoa. I'll stand up for you. It's just like this bad, mellow indie fucking commercial. 
like for anti-bullying and it was just like god that was the lamest ad i've ever heard well basically it's gonna be a video game truck where police officers and young people will play games together okay i mean you know that could get i mean like i remember when i was a conservative rocker and i would have like felt you know really gotten into that kind of thing so you know i mean for the conservative dudes you know that that's or you know i could you know i can picture that you know that's okay that's uh you know, that's something that goes along, you know, society, that's acceptable to society, sir, to the establishment. So, okay. That doesn't shock me. Okay, let's go to the next article. Ooh, human interest story. Scientists stunned by dead aquatic life cooked by heat. Okay. Yeah, look, I'm kind of just for inter- kind of slightly interested in what this article's about. One billion sea creatures cooked to death in Canada in record record Pacific Northwest heat wave. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, this really is, and I guess this global warming came from us in LA, and it really now Seattle, Washington's temperatures are like. Palm Springs and Hemet temperatures back in 2016, which is uh, proof of global warming. And, and this is where things are getting more unbearable where we're at. I mean, I'm sure my life is going to be pretty unbearable starting tomorrow. So we'll, uh, but I got to deal with it. I got to prove that I can handle it. And as much as I'm, I am going to be a whining bitch starting through all this which you'll be able to see that probably on the podcast, which maybe the podcast will be able to stop me from being as much of a whining bitch. But I know I'm going to be a whining bitch on the streets, and but I'm going to try to be as hardcore as the dudes I saw when I was there last. But I know I'm more of a whining bitch than they are, so it's going to be frustrating. But I'm going to try to... I'm going to, I'm going to be hardcore. That's my plan. And I'm going to hopefully can handle it. Yeah, so just stay hydrated in the heat, Cal. Now I'm going to be going, uh, drinking a lot of lemonade, I think. Because I think that's that's going to be my plan. You know, going into the uh, air-conditioned uh, fast food place and drinking a lot of lemonade. Why you won't be getting a COVID-19 booster shot yet? Well, that's good. I mean, this scared me today. I heard this in the news. They want to get people to start that have gotten both shots to start getting another shot in August. And I guess they want to get people to take shots every, like, certain amount of months now. And it's like, so, like, they're never ending this 
like wanting to attempts to keep trying to kill you. It's like, what the, this, this is ridiculous. So yeah, let, let's go into it because this is really scary that they're trying to keep you getting shots over and over again because the first shot wears off by this many months. So you better get another shot. And I'm waiting to see the media go. Now, even if you've gotten both shots, now you have to go back and get another shot. And it's like, God damn it. This, they're never going to let this shit end. Well, they're saying that they don't need to get a booster shot at this time. Okay, but, you know, like, somebody did a complaint that the shots are wearing off and people are going to get sick unless they get a booster shot. I just heard this on the news this, this afternoon. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, they said they're just researching whether there will need to be a booster shot. Okay. Okay, they they made it, when I heard it on the news this afternoon, it was like, you're going to need a booster shot. It was like the propaganda again, which, oh, I heard some really bad propaganda last night after we did the podcast. It was, oh my God, the mainstream media is so full of crap. (laughs) I was just, like, blown away by how propaganda-like the mainstream news is still, even after we're opening up. It's like, God damn. Biden tells Putin he must take action on cybercrime. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go into this one. Biden tells Putin Russia must crack down on cyber criminals. We'll see how well that blows over. Yeah, I don't think that's going to blow. You know, like, like Putin's just going to go, what are you telling me to crack down on cyber criminals for? Look at all the bad stuff America does. You know, it's like, I don't think Putin's going to care unless, I mean, there was one thing that Biden said that would make Putin care. So see if they go through more of what else the article thinks. I hope they're going to get to what Biden said that I think would work with Putin. President Joe Biden told Russian President Vladimir Putin in a Friday phone call that he must take action against cyber criminals acting in his country and that the U.S. reserves the right to defend its people and its critical infrastructure from future attacks. Okay, look, that was the part, but I, when I heard it on the news this afternoon, you said something stronger than that to Putin that I think would have worked. But yeah, go on, see, see what else the article says. The warning to Putin was largely a repetition of a tough rhetoric Biden has used during their meeting in Geneva last month, 
when he warned that there would be consequences for continuing cyber attacks emanating from Russia. Since then, a new ransomware attack linked to Russia-based R-E-V-I-L, or Revel, hacking group has caused widespread disruption, placing Biden under growing pressure to this time marry the warning with action, though no more immediately announced. Okay, I mean, the thing that I heard on the news this afternoon, or I don't know, did the article say anything else? I made it very clear to him that the United States expects when a ransomware operation is coming from his soil, even though it's not sponsored by the state, we expect them to act if we give them enough information to act on who that is. Biden said, speaking to reporters at an event on economic competitiveness, asked whether there will be consequences, he said yes. Okay. Um, What else does the article say? The call with Putin underscored the extent to which the ransomware threat from criminal hacker gangs has mushroomed into an urgent national security challenge for the White House. And it suggested a possible concession by the administration that earlier warnings to the Russian leader had failed to curb a criminal activity that has taken aim at businesses across the globe. Okay, what else does the article say? A White House statement announcing the hour-long call also highlighted a U.S.-Russian agreement that will allow humanitarian aid to flow into Syria. The dual prongs of the agenda show how even as Biden pledges to get tough on Russia over hacking, there's an inherent desire to avoid aggravating tensions as the administration looks for Russia to cooperate, or at least not interfere with U.S. actions in other areas, including Syria, the Afghanistan withdrawal, and climate change. Okay. Wait, who's saying, what about Syria, Syria withdrawal and climate change? Because they kind of Biden. went by fast. Well? Biden saying that they hope that Russia stays out of the way. Oh, okay, okay. So what else did the article say? Biden emphasized that he is committed to continued engagement on the broader threat posed by ransomware, the White House said. Biden told reporters that the U.S. and Russia have set up a means of communication on how communication now on a regular basis to be able to communicate with one another when each of us thinks something is happening in another country that affects the home country, and so it went well. I'm optimistic. Okay. Uh, does the article say anything else? Or what else does the article say? You there? In its own summary of the call, the Kremlin said Putin noted that despite the Russian side's readiness to jointly 
stop criminal activities in the information sphere, U.S. agencies haven't made any requests during the past month. Okay. What else did the article say? The Kremlin said the two leaders emphasized the need for cooperation on cybersecurity, which it said must be permanent, professional, and non-politicized, and should be conducted via special communication channels and with respect to international law. The Kremlin's statement also noted that Biden and Putin touched on the situation in Syria with a special emphasis on humanitarian aspects and gave a positive assessment of coordination of Russian and U.S. efforts on the issue, including in the U.N. Security Council. That's the end of the article. Okay. When I heard it on the news... Maybe I heard it wrong, but it sounded like Biden was saying something stronger than that. Like, like Biden was saying, if Russia isn't going to do something to stop the cyber criminals, we're going to do something about it. Like, we're going to extradite people from Russia and get them tried in, in the U.S. is what it sounded like they were saying in the news, the article, the thing I heard this afternoon. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I thought I heard when I was hearing the news this afternoon. So I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what it sounded like when I heard the news this afternoon. Uh, Charlottesville to remove statue that sparked rally. Right on. Yeah, uh, let's go into that. Uh, what you know? Yeah, let's uh, figure what the statue was of. <laughs> Uh, a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Okay, right on. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't care about Confederate statues getting removed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it doesn't hit me so major, but that's because I'm a honky. I mean, I can understand why black people would be so hurt by it. And, you know, like, they see it as a, a sign of, like, White dudes going, yeah, we're going to fuck you over. So it's like, I, I understand why they want it removed. So it kind of makes sense to me to remove the statues. So, okay. Scientists make progress figuring out Delta variant. Okay. Um, we'll see if this is like a real article or if this is propaganda. <laughs> Nah, it's not a good article. How does the Delta variant dodge the immune system? Scientists find clues. Okay, I don't know. Like, does it seem like propaganda, or does it seem like they're really explaining what this disease is? Nah, it's just saying, like, talking about 
an explanation for diminished effectiveness of the vaccines against Delta compared to other variants. Oh, okay. So it's like trying to explain, well, we told you the vaccine would work, but it's really not really working, but we still want you to get it anyway. So is that what this is about? Yeah, it's saying that one dose of the vaccine isn't uh, effective against it. Yeah, no, that's what I was hearing yesterday. That was the the, the propaganda. Yeah, no, I've, I've... Oh, you mean like both... So if you just get one shot and you don't get the booster, are they saying that it's not effective or... You know, not like not if you're fully vaccinated. Okay, so even if you're fully vaccinated, it's not going to be effective later, is what they're saying. So I'm trying to figure out what they're saying. Say that again. Okay, so they're saying even if you've gotten both shots of the, you know, the the Pfizer, the Moderna. Months later, it's still it's not going to be effective to the the, the Delta variant. No, they're saying you need to get two shots and not just one. Okay, well, you know we've heard that. That's you know the propaganda. Okay, yeah. Let's let's go to the next article. I swear, tell me Lauren looks like a porn star. (laughs) She just looks like one of those porn stars you just want to screw once. Just to get her out your system for the blondes. Will anyone face criminal charges over condo collapse? Say that again? Will anyone face criminal charges over the condo collapse? Um, I kind of think maybe the people that built the building, because there were some problems with the building, and it wasn't built, you know, like, things are supposed to be built up to code, and... You know, this is like, you expect something like this in Haiti or some country where they don't have as good of a building code, you know, Mexico or something. But you don't expect this in a country like the U.S. or Canada or in European countries. So, yeah, I kind of think some some people might get... We'll find an article.
Yeah, it looks like they can get sued, basically. Like, people can either lose their licenses, get fined. Okay, wait, say, that. okay say that again, because I didn't hear you. You weren't standing infuriatingly still to the mic. Professional licenses may be lost, fines levied. Okay, you're still cutting out. Try to stay closer to the mic because I can't hear you. Professional licenses may be lost, fines levied, people fired. Okay. I think that needs to happen in this case. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to put anybody in jail over it, though. Okay, you know, but if they get some kind of, you know, like paying fines or, or something, you know, if people get fired over it, I mean, I think that hopefully is a good enough punishment for that 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 won't happen again. And then, did you notice the earthquake that hit California, no. Nevada border? No, because no, this was like near Sacramento, Nevada border. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a, I guess a pretty, know, there was an earthquake there. That's a, I don't remember, how, how, what was it on the Richter scale? 5.9. You just, you probably just did a good paying job now, couldn't you drop in the going home? It sucked it out. Do you hear me? Well, a 5.9. Okay, yeah, now that's not as big of a, as a six point, but yeah, pretty pretty heavy, so I'm sure a lot of people felt it. I, I, I don't know, did it say there was damages or? damages okay cool so yeah, let's go to the next article Hailed tornadoes and flooded New York subways as stormy weather hits East Coast. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, let, let's go into a little bit of this, at least to figure out how bad the creator is punishing everybody. <laughs> how bad do we need to uh, start blowing up churches and... and uh, killing kids uh, seven years old and under to get even with the creator for causing these natural disasters to happen and people to you know, go through all this.
just says dumped heavy rainfall and even sparked tornadoes in North Carolina and Georgia. Okay, so it wasn't anything heavy enough to, to, to start uh, blowing up churches over. <laughs> nah. Okay, so we don't have to get revenge over this one. The creator didn't didn't do this as a heavy punishment over uh, for people in Carolina this time. So, the real measure of justice, Amy Coney Barrett, will come in the next year. Okay, let's go into this article. The knee-jerk reaction to Supreme Court Justice Amy. The knee-jerk. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You gotta talk closer to the mic. The knee-jerk reaction to Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett's first term was that she was less. Do that again. I've moved already. I can't hear you either. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, start start this one again. I'll tell you if it cuts out again. The knee-jerk reaction to Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett's uh, first term was that she was less conservative than some had hoped and others had feared. Okay. Well, that's good for... A lot of us that are freaked out by what the Republicans have done, some of their, they had some good uh, things, but the, what they did with that, that uh, Polk Brothers case and that uh, gutting another part of the Voting Rights Act was pretty scary. So, uh, okay, uh, what else did the article say? But those judgments are likely to be premature because the real test for Barrett will come over the next year in her second term as a justice. Mm-hmm. Barrett is likely to be crucial in possibly a deciding vote on two huge cases on hot-button culture war issues, abortion and guns. Okay, well, you know, that is pretty heavy. Yeah, what, what's the abortion case and what's the gun case? Or, yeah, but yeah, let's go into that. What else does the article say? The abortion case is Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. At issue is a law passed by the Mississippi legislature in 2018 that banned most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Okay, so will the Supreme, will Coney Barrett go along with the Mississippi uh, uh, implementing the tyranny of Jesus in their state? Do 
Okay, what else the article does the article say? Okay, that's the that's the abortion case. And then what's the uh, well, does it say what the abortion case what the new law does again? You there? Yeah. Okay, so w- what does the article say the the abort- new abortion law in, in Mississippi does again? Ban most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Okay. So then, I guess, uh, what's the gun case then? Okay, there. Yeah, I'm trying to find where it talks about the gun case. Okay, so we're looking through the gun case. Okay. Meanwhile, New York's ban on carrying firearms outside the home without a reason that's approved by the state and related to self-defense is under challenge in New York. Okay, what, what's the law again? New, New York? York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Corlett. Okay, and so uh, what does the article say about this one? Other states with similar restrictions include California, Delaware, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. Okay, so what are they restricting in these laws, in these gun laws? Gun ownership. Okay, so this is, okay, so yeah, this is an important one. I mean, on this one, on the side of the conservatives... Uh, because, uh, I just, uh, don't think there should be, it's like they're trying to do everything to make it so that you can't have a gun, uh, in this country and, you know, so that they can stop a popular revolution when they do draconian measures like the lockdown that we're seeing right now. But, uh. Ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. Twelve-year-old boy defending mother fatally shoots armed home intruder. pretty badass for a 12 year old right on <laughs> i mean if, when i was 12 i would well i'm still i'm a, I'm a very i'm still a huge coward in a lot of ways you know like this 
being on the streets is the, probably the bravest thing I've done. You know? <laughs> but, you know, like when it comes to real, you know, real shit, I'm, I'm a heavy coward in a lot of ways, you know. <laughs> Poll says one third of Russians support ban on Navalny's groups. Uh, wait, say that again. So, like, okay, so one third out of Russia. Okay, so that means most of Russia's against Putin. Then. Yeah. <laughs> or undecided. So there's that one third that they oh Putin whatever you do it's okay with us <laughs> you're the ruler we want a strong ruler like the you know idiots that want a strong ruler in this country <laughs> go ahead punish the opposition <laughs> okay uh, I don't know should we go more into this or where, where's your head at on this. Nah, I don't want to go into this one. Okay, you think it's self-explanatory? Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go to the next article. But okay, there's a lot, there's one-third of Russians are stupid and, and want Putin to ban opposition, the opposition uh, candidate. <laughs> so again, comes down to some of the masses in Russia are asses. <laughs> Woman accused of racism, punching six-year-old Asian boy in the neck in Las Vegas. Okay, yeah, now that sounds like a pretty heavy hate crime. <laughs> okay, um, should we go more into this, or where's your head at? We can go into it. Yeah, let's go into it. I mean, just to see, like, how, I mean, I'm especially in her, like, how heavy of a punishment is, is, could this woman get it's kind of where my head's at <laughs> but yeah let's go on let's see what, what's in the article the incident occurred at the shops at crystals in upscale shopping mall located in city center complex tiktok user umajo managed to film part of the alleged attack which shows the woman having an unhinged meltdown at one point, the woman can be heard yelling China, but it's unclear what exactly she was trying to say. This woman attacked my son. She punched my six-year-old while yelling racist, anti-Asian things. Okay. I can picture the kid, you know, like, You're a bad lady! You're a bad lady! <laughs> you bad lady! You bad lady! Okay, so what else does the article say? The woman eventually ends her tirade while picking up belongings scattered on the floor. The video ends with a mall security personnel approaching the scene and escorting her away. Mall security let the women go. A woman go. 